my parents are some pretty exceptional, um, outstanding people in my mind. Before they settled in Talkeetna and had my brother and I, my dad was a guide on Denali and my mom worked base camp at Denali. Um, they then settled in Talkeetna and I grew up basically without many of the amenities that most people take for granted, running water, electricity for the most of my childhood. We had a lot of roadkill moose and salmon and things like that and generally lived the life that I imagine most people from the lower 48 think that we all live. Um, shortly after high school, I realized that I wanted to be as far away from that as possible. So I took basically a misguided approach to college and wound up in Fairbanks in a long-distance, long long-term relationship with a girlfriend who promptly after my absence replaced me with a smash-faced, bug-eyed pug named Pippin. <laughs> Having grown up the way that I did, being even a partial owner of a pug, at a distance no less, was sort of a betrayal of all of the values my parents had instilled in me as a child. <laughs> and I felt that whenever they looked at Pippin, the disdain that they felt towards him sort of reflected poorly on me <laughs> as well. So I thought, you know, I might as well make the best of this situation. So like a rational person, I immediately moved out of Fairbanks and found myself living with my girlfriend and the pug in Anchorage. Now, as a hesitant pug owner to begin with, I was skeptical that I would ever warm to this beast in the slightest, only to realize that I made a massive and nearly immediate transformation from an outdoorsy Alaskan child into a full-blown pug-bound... Or couch-bound pug person, pardon me. <laughs> As pugs were bred and selectively bred to occupy the laps of Chinese royals during the Shang Dynasty, <laughs> their lethargy is not, not their fault. It's, it's genetic at this point. And somehow that passed on to me completely. Often, oftentimes I would wake up late in the morning and stare directly into his big watery eyes and we would search each other's soul for some sort of validation or confirmation that we were living happy, productive lives. <laughs> and nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, at this point, both... <laughs> Becoming a pug person requires a few things, but most of all, it requires a lack of exercise. So, both the pug and I had gained a tremendous amount of weight at this point, and our shared trajectory did not bode well for a happy future for either one of us. At this point in my life, my relationship had gone on for four years with this woman, and most of our pain and joy seemed to revolve around this small animal. In the summer of 2009, I decided that I needed, to, I needed to change something. So we decided for the first time in our lives to spend a summer away from Talkeetna in Anchorage. And during this point, I decided to start exploring the local dog parks. And it turns out if you go to dog parks often enough, you will literally run into almost every size, shape, and breed of dog imaginable, pugs being no exception. And like they say, birds of a feather flock together. I always would find myself convening with other pug people at the dog park. It, it may have been the fact that our creatures were so cowardly that they would refuse to interact with other dogs, but needless to say, that's where we were. 
And so in the fall of 2009, I was invited to attend my first pug party. Being as confused about what a pug party actually is as many of you certainly are, I googled Anchorage Pug Party, and sure enough, boom, there it came. And if you click on this link, it asks you a couple of questions. Would you like to spend some time with other pug people? Would you like to spend a couple of hours talking about pugs with other people that understand your obsession? As I was getting out into the world and making new friends, I felt it only appropriate to extend this courtesy to my canine companion, so we went. Now, many of you might be able to imagine somewhat of what this is like, but imagine for a moment a room that's probably less than a quarter of the size of this, packed with 50 pugs that all look nearly identical to one another. If you add into this that their preferred snack is carrots, um, and many of the pug owners are merely a representation or an extension of their pets, you are at a pug party. Um, sometimes, without any cause or reason, one pug would take off in a wild circle running around the peri perimeter of the building where the pug parties were held, only to be followed by at least half of the other pack of pugs. Now, pug owners, myself being no exception, were highly protective of our small beasts. And so we would worry about their conflicts with other pugs, etc. So we would try and reach into the pile and grab your specific pug, only to look at it and realize that you had, in fact, made a mistake, reinsert the pug back into the herd, and go about your business. It was at these moments of near chaos that a mighty voice would ring out, the queen bee of the pug people. With an iron fist, she would command silence, and the pugs would flock to her as she would stuff carrots into their eager jaws. <laughs> Often when she showed up to the pug parties, she would command a harness system with six to eight of the most misshapen, blind, deaf, and obese pugs the world has ever known. And it was when I first saw her take action like this, I had a very sudden realization why in the hell am I here? <laughs> I wondered at this point what my parents might think seeing me in such a situation. And my world sort of flashed before my eyes and I realized, oh my God, I need to get out of here. I need to change. So the following fall, I graduated from school and returned back to Talkeetna to get in touch with my roots. And spending time with my parents and amongst my friends and re-embracing the child that I had grown up to be, um, I realized that I needed bigger changes than that. In the fall of 2010, I accepted a job with the legislature, effectively ending my relationship with my girlfriend and my pug after spending nearly a decade with both of them. Um, my, my lovely girlfriend, who's sitting right behind me right now... <laughs> Yes, that's her. Um, <laughs> we often talked about Pippin when we first got together, and I think she was as revulsed and confused by, as my parents were by the fact that I had been a pug person having grown up the way that I did. And I guess all I can say is that the truth of it is is that I am so much happier to be telling this story to you all than standing in a room full of 50 pugs wondering why in the hell am I here. 